you know, another internal sign could be you've become uh, very apathetic to change. Um, you have no interest in the company that you're working for. Uh, you are just coasting along. You know, you're, you're no longer seeking out those opportunities for growth and promotions. Um, you're saving all of your good ideas for the next organization. Um, another internal sign could be, you know, you just admitting it to yourself that if you could leave, you would. You know, money is the only thing keeping you in your current job. Um, you're already saving for the day when you can move out. Um, and you almost want to ignore reality and you want to move already. You know, so that's the kind of position, mind space that, that you put yourself in. Your career is like a living, breathing organism. And building great careers requires nurturing them with strategic guidance. Hi, my name is Savan Kapoor and I'm India's leading career coach, also known as the Career Guy. Welcome to the Career Headquarters. comprehensive career podcast on the internet where I will bring you groundbreaking insights on everything career related. Whether you are seeking a career abroad or wanting to switch industries, whether you are entry level or a mid-career professional or a senior leader, I have seen it all. As an award-winning CEO of one of the largest and most profitable beverage alcohol companies, my career spanned three continents, multiple industries and provided me with an accelerated roadmap to the very top. So if you want to build an exceptional career and 3x your paycheck, this podcast is for you. Welcome to today's episode of Career Headquarters, the most comprehensive career podcast. Hi, Savan. Hi, Deepa. How are you? I am very well. And yourself? I'm good as well. What are we talking about today? Yeah. So today we're talking about how to know if it's the right time to change jobs. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. <laughs> okay. Um, so the primary reason why people want to change jobs is they are dissatisfied with their current careers. So why do people get dissatisfied in the first place? Well, uh, I mean, it could be a multitude of reasons. Uh, see, basically people do anything to avoid a pain or to gain a pleasure. Um, so if you base it on that, then, uh, you know, the reasons why somebody can get dissatisfied with their career could be that they are underappreciated. You know, no, they're not getting the credit uh, that they deserve for the value that they bring to their workplace. Uh, it could be because they are underpaid. You know, they are having trouble meeting the financial obligations of their life and they feel that they deserve to make more money. Uh, it could be because they are underemployed. They are in a job where they only have to use their hands, not their brains. Their head and their heart is becoming disconnected with the game. Um, it could be because they realize they are in a misaligned career. You know, they got into this particular career stream or this particular career choice out of parental pressure or people pressure or peer pressure. Um, you know, I remember IT was such a hot field at one point that everybody wanted to push their sons and daughters into, into information technology. So, you know, and this has an impact 10 years into your career because you've been hopping around along moderate, you know, mediocrely and then you realize this is not something that you really wanted to do. Um, so people don't quit jobs, they, they quit the situation. And you know, a situation could be anything. It could be a very harsh boss, 
you know, someone who's rather unreasonable or difficult because your boss is going to be either your biggest supporter or, you know, the, the biggest roadblock in your way, um, especially early on in your career. So, you know, if you're working with somebody who feels threatened by you or insecure by you, it's not going to work. Um, it could be because of a very political climate in the office. And right now I can see that work politics, workplace politics has been on the rise also because as we come out of the pandemic, you know, there is a hybrid work model. So people are spending only some part of their time physically in the office. The rest of it remains virtual. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the politics of the environment could be another reason for dissatisfaction. It could be because there is no clarity with regard to your role or, you know, there is no clear uh, roadmap for you to be able to grow your career. Um, and it could be something as, as um, you know, um, dark as inappropriate behavior in the workplace. So, you know, there could be a multitude of reasons that cause that dissatisfaction in the first place. And knowing what reason is upsetting you is important because then only will you be able to deploy the right strategies to fix that problem. All right. So um, you've spoken about an employee's perspective. What does a company need to provide in order to attract the best talent? Well, if you want to get the best of the best, well, of course, you have to pay them really well. Uh, you have to appreciate them uh, and it must be sincere. I mean, appreciation is an exchange for the value that they brought, the results that they produced. Uh, you have to give them opportunities for being mentored, you know, so that they can learn other areas or have these opportunities within the organization. Uh, they must be valued. They must be challenged. Um, something that truly pulls them out of their comfort zone. And, you know, they feel like in achieving this, they're working on a mission. They're working on something that is bigger than them. Um, they must be promoted. Uh, again, it has to be sincere. It has to be a deserved promotion. Um, they have to be empowered. That means they need to be equipped with the tools and the resources that they will require to, to be able to deliver the outcomes that are expected. Uh, they must be involved. So how the process unfolds, they should be involved at all of the appropriate stages, if not throughout. Uh, and they must be trusted. So these are some of the things that the company will have to provide to attract the best talent. Okay, that's a very comprehensive list. Um, what are the internal signs that it's time for a career change? Hmm. Internal signs. Well, so let's define internal. So this is coming from within you, hmm. right? Uh, some indication at a physical or physiological or psychological level uh, that it's time to, to move. Um, see, I suppose in your physiology, you know, your body could be telling you that enough is enough. You may, you, you may always be exhausted, you know, in the performance of the job. You may be struggling to concentrate. You may be experiencing some kind of aches and pains. So it could be that, uh, you know, your, your job is impacting your self-esteem. You know, you could be taking decisions that you don't feel confident about. Your input is not being recognized in the workplace. Uh, there's no opportunity for you to grow or progress your career in a meaningful way. Um, another sign could be you're only there for the money. You know, you're, you're going to, you keep telling yourself you're going to stay till the next bonus is distributed. Um, and you may also be buying yourself things to cover up the discontent of the workplace, you know, retail therapy, if you will. Um, 
you could be envious of friends who make less money, but they feel much more satisfied with their lives. Um, you know, uh, another internal sign could be you, you dream of a different career. You are permanently browsing job websites. You are reading about, you know, alternative career choices and people in those careers. Um, and you hate telling people about your professional life. Um, another reason could be you, you lack the energy and are eternally bored. You know, you, you struggle to get out of bed in the morning to go to work. Um, you find it hard to stay awake in meetings and to contribute because, you know, you, you can't fake, you can't feign enthusiasm. Um, you're always watching the clock. Uh, daydreaming is easy. Um, these are all signs in your professional reality that, you know, you're, you're disengaged. Um, and you also become, uh, you know, uh, disconnected with your colleagues and, and your peers. Uh, you miss doing the things that, you know, brought you to the industry in the first place. Hmm. Um, you, you feel like your job is taking time away from what you really want to do. Uh, you don't recognize the person that you are becoming. Um, in this job because, you know, that's very far removed from who you used to be. Uh, another internal sign could be that you're, you're jealous of your friends' jobs. Um, you know, you're, you're always exclaiming how wonderful uh, the jobs of, you know, your inner circle of friends is. Um, and you dream of having the creativity and the flexibility that your friends have in their careers. Um, and you ask your friends about, you know, the openings or uh, the opportunities in their workplace. Um, I'm trying to think, you, you, you know, another internal sign could be you've become uh, very apathetic to change. Hmm. Um, you have no interest in the company that you're working for. Uh, you are just coasting along, you know, you're, you're no longer seeking out those opportunities for growth and promotions. Um, you're saving all of your good ideas for the next organization. Um, another internal sign could be, you know, you just admitting it to yourself that if you could leave, you would, you know, money is the only thing keeping you in your current job. Um, you're already saving for the day when you can move out. Um, and you almost want to ignore reality and you want to move already, you know, so that's the kind of position, mind space that, that you put yourself in. Um, another sign could be that your inner circle doesn't recognize you anymore. You know, uh, you have lesser time for family and friends. You feel stressed, uh, lost in the company of people in your personal life, you know, which is very out of the ordinary. Um, and no time and energy for things that make you happy. So these are all signs that you know, it's time to look at your professional engagement and, and see if there are modifications that need to be made. But these were all the internal signs. So I was just thinking through, you know, what one's physiology and, um, yes. you know, one's, one's uh, physical symptoms could be if one is living in a state of such discontent uh, as far as your professional life is concerned. I think you've covered everything. <laughs> uh, how can a professional understand uh, if they simply need a break, 
they just need to recharge and re uh, reset themselves uh, if they simply need to unwind or if they actually require a job change? I think, uh, oh, that's a good question. I think this is the difference between positive stress and negative stress. See, uh, positive stress is where you could need a, a break to, to rejuvenate yourself, to recharge. You know, you, um, you want to take a short time away and just get back into, you know, uh, the zone when you return to work. But negative stress is something that will gnaw at your soul. You know, it'll eat away at your soul. There's, it's like a, it's like a tumor in the background. So, uh, it's, it's something. If if you know how to look inside you, you will immediately know if this is positive stress or negative stress. Because positive stress leads to feelings of resilience, leads to feelings of confidence. Uh, it shows you that you know you're you're capable of doing extraordinary things. Whereas negative stress causes aging, causes Weakness in your immune system, weakness, burnout. yeah, burnout, mental tension. Um, so, you know, it, it negative stress will not allow you to connect with any joy in any area of your life. So the simple barometer of understanding is it a time for a change or is it just a break is the difference between positive and, and um, negative stress. Because, you know, if it's just a recharge break, if it's just some rest and relaxation you need, you're going to look forward to coming back from that break. You know, the break yes. served the purpose and then you're excited about getting, getting back into, you know, the purpose and the, the everyday grind. Uh, whereas if it's a time to make a more permanent change and you've not attended to it, you're going to dread coming back. Nothing about you is going to want to return to work. And it's... It's going to be deeper than just leaving a beautiful hill station. You know, I mean, nobody wants to come away, come away from the beach or the mountains or wherever they like to, you know, go away for a break. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be much harder than that because you know that you're getting back to something that's a bottomless well. You know, you're just going to be falling. So um, I, I think that would be the best way to, to ascertain if it's just a little time away or, or is this something that you need to do something more permanently about. All right. Um, so everyone knows the importance of the role passion plays in career growth and how it's important to be passionate about the work that you're doing. Um, so how can professionals understand what they're passionate about? I think the world is really obsessed with discovering their passion. And I don't think it's so much that you discover your passion. It's not like, you know, some amazing coincidence are going to happen to you in your life and suddenly you're going to be awakened one day where you will know, oh, I am passionate about accounts or I am passionate about, you know, coding. I don't think it works that way. I think you grow into your passion. So the idea is to try and test a lot, especially early on, so that you can really identify with things where you want to take it to the next level. Um, and the road to career development is paved with personal development. In fact, I think the road to development in any area of your life is paved with personal development. So this self-knowledge, this self-awareness is very critical. And, you know, there's a Japanese concept known as the concept of the Ikigai yes. that helps you understand your purpose. And the idea there is to answer four questions. What do you love to do? What are you good at? What the world needs? 
and what you can be paid for. Now, the challenge is you have to find one answer to all four questions. And as simple as these questions are, this is a very frustrating exercise if not done with the context and the understanding of how it is to be attempted. Um, and it can also change over time. It can change over. Ikigai is relatively stable. Uh, and Ikigai will only change when you have achieved, uh, you know, a, a very high standard of realization in, in that particular area or discipline. But otherwise, it's relatively stable. Um, so this is what helps you understand why do you get out of bed each morning. Mm. Um, and then, you know, based on that, you're able to develop goals. You're able to say, okay, in six months from now, this is where I want to be. In one year from now, this is where I want to be with regard to my purpose or with regard to this discipline or, or area that I've identified. And you also have to align how you're going to give time to making progress on that front because everything is going to be fighting for your time. Your personal life, your professional life, the boss needs you, the wife needs you, the husband needs you, the, the parents need you, the in-laws need you, the children need you, your neighbors want to hang out with you, you have a social life, you need some time for yourself. So all of this is going to be fighting for a limited resource that is your time. Uh, so when it comes time to take your son to a tuition and at the same time you have an opportunity to view this online course, what are you going to prioritize? Right. So the idea is to create clarity in what gets your time and what doesn't get your time. And when you achieve this congruence between your purpose, the progress that you want to make and how you're going to spend your time, it really is a very powerful anchor in creating tremendous progress in your life. You spend six months of life that way and you will be ahead by 10 years. You will make 10 years worth of progress because it all comes down to understanding what your highest priorities are. See, when you're working on things that are your highest priorities, you don't need external motivation. Motivation is an immediate symptom. It's an immediate feedback that you're not aligned with something that is most important to you. Because when it is most important to you, a kid doesn't need to be reminded to have fun and play video games, right? They are naturally attuned to playing video games. They can play for eight hours till the mom or the dad is saying, now please, no more screen time. So, uh, uh, so you know that's that's the 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 idea here. Um, try experiment a lot, especially early on in your career. In fact, that is the first stage of your career's development where you're in that aspirational stage. You're trying to understand what it is that you want to spend your time doing because all of your waking hours are going to be spent in this in this particular activity. And you know you're gonna you may land up well spending more time at work than you do with your family. So if you're not engaged with the head and the heart in the game, then it's not going to be fun. So experiment and explore. Experiment and explore. Come to understand yourself. You know there is a ton of aptitude tests out there. There's a ton of psychological testing out there that can now help you narrow down these choices. Become familiar with the concept of the ikigai early. All right. And then start making these lists and refining these lists. Understand how that Venn diagram works. It's a very powerful exercise. I think it should be included in the curriculum of every school. You know, every elementary school should expose students at that young age to these concepts so that they can begin to brew and they can begin to find the answers to what it is that will create a meaningful life for them.
because there's no right or wrong here, right? To each their own. Um, so that's that. That would be my answer. <laughs> All right. I think it has been a very clear and concise episode. Thank Great. you. <laughs> See you in the next one. See you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Headquarters, the most comprehensive career podcast dedicated to building exceptional careers. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share this with someone you think would benefit from the ideas and the insights shared on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Castro, or Breaker. If you want to learn more about building an extraordinary career for yourself, I invite you to come attend my free Power Up Your Career live workshop. In this workshop, I will teach you the step-by-step -step process of landing your dream job in less than 90 days. The link to register is in the description below and I will see you live at the workshop.